Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Mark and Sarah talk about songs. Talk about songs. Talk about songs. You might say that we take on songs. <laughs> but then again, you might not. I can't I can't tell you how to live. I try though. Hi. I'm your co-host, Sarah DeBunting, and I am introducing not just episode 209 of Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs, but also the Mark in that equation, Mark Blankenship. Hello, Mark. Oh, hey, take on me, meaning take me onto your podcast. I I don't know. Whatever, y'all. I I don't either. I just, please be careful as you're banging your way down the the, uh, hand-drawn hallway. So you've probably guessed, listeners, <laughs> that today's song, which I have brought to the table, is AHA's classic, Take On Me. And I came to this for a couple of reasons. One, because I just happened to notice as I was idly flipping through the Billboard charts from the 80s, which I do, that we are currently, as we're recording this, which is October, um, in the exact time in 1985 when Take On Me was climbing the charts, and then also because... There was some hullabaloo earlier this year when the music video reached a billion views, which I think it's the it's only the second music video from the 80s other than Sweet Child of Mine that has been viewed a billion times. And so the record company, whoever it was, released this really very interesting three-part documentary about the making of the song, the making of the video, and the impact of both. All that being said... I felt like, well, shit, we should talk about it. So without further ado, here is a clip from AHA's number one single, Take On Me. That vocal. I know. It's so good. Sarah, I feel like this, we talk a lot about songs that we come to loathe through overhearing, and yet somehow AHA's Take On Me exists outside of that conversation for me. I could hear that song a thousand times a day, and I would still be like, yeah, this is great. (laughs) It's built so well. Um, That like, in the in the bridge when it's sort of like everybody buckle up here we go yeah. it's so good but you know what's funny i sat down to prep this and uh i just sort of assume like what am i going to have to say about this like this has been a shorthand for a certain kind of flashback situation for so long like i've seen the video a million times i loved it um, these dudes were inside many lockers at my school. Oh yeah, because hello, the cheekbones on the the members oh, of Aha, even still god. now, but especially then. Good God! That, yes, I. There's a um, disgusting comment here involving my personal fjord that I will just uh, leave <laughs> alone and move on. <laughs> the but, flooding of the fjords. <laughs> I know, <laughs> paddles, Fen. Battle. Uh, <laughs> gross. And everything. Colon lost. This vocal is really underrated, I think. Like, as with so many songs that have become 
not wallpaper, but fabric, let's say, uh, really listening to this in the way that we do to prep an episode, I was like, holy shit. And also prepping it after the Christina episode. And it's like, is this guy as talented vocally as Christina Aguilera? No, but also he's more talented in certain ways because first of all, his range is bonkers. Second of all, his timbre is like, I mean, talk about like, you know, in the fjords, you can hear sounds for miles. Like it's perfectly clear and beautiful, but it's also completely felt. And this is the second version of the song. Yes. So, and I didn't go and listen to the first one because I sort of didn't want to, um, I didn't want to like clutter my, uh, (laughs) clutter my thoughts any further than they're already naturally cluttered. While I was thinking about this song, but like this, uh, like coming to this fresh and sort of listening to it in order to talk about it and sort of put into words the things that it's so good at, um, it, like rendering in an inchoate way or not inchoate, but like that it's like beyond words and that sort of Wordsworthian stamp your bingo card, uh, way of talking about music as the first language of communication, that this is coming directly from the singer's soul. And the words are just sort of like nearby in case the soul needs some help. Uh, It's really, it's really amazing. It's an amazing vocal. And the song does not, my first note as I started listening to it in that sort of famous intro was like, is this going to be something that depends on the visual, which we also talked about recently in the uh, break-in episode. But um, it it really isn't. Like, it it exists. That video is legendary, obviously, but it exists outside of that also in a way that may be underappreciated here um, 35 years later. So... Great pick. I really had a I really had a lot to think about and not in the sarcastic meme way, like literally. Yeah. So well done. Well, thank you. Yeah, I agree with so much of this. For one thing, it is I, because I watched this documentary, which is just on YouTube, by the way, like it's available to everyone. It's just three short YouTube videos that total about 25 minutes. Anyway, the song, they started writing it when they were teenagers. Like that riff, the ba da 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 it was it came out of some experimenting that they were doing when they were like, I guess, all teen boy bands of the early eighties trying to play punk music. And at first they were resistant <laughs> to the riff because it was too poppy, but then they finally realized, wait, this is maybe our life-changing riff. And then it took them a long time to perfect the song. And there were multiple record labels and like versions of the song and videos and like you said and there's european a- capitals like th- yeah. then they're in london like i maybe try it in english why not and then suddenly it just all happened and i do think you're right that this is a song that even without the video is wonderful like morton harkett who is uh the lead singer of this band and oh my god so beautiful. I know I'm talking about the the song without regard to the visuals, but oh my God, he's so hot. And in fact, in that documentary, you can hear all of the record producers basically saying, yeah, then I saw what he looked like and I was like, even I want to fuck him. Let's give him a record yeah. deal. Um, <laughs> uh, but 
he is such a good singer and that insane high note it's it's this also this song is in this weird zone where you definitely do want to sing along to as much of it as you can and then you have to just be quiet for a second (laughs) yeah then you just have to let it drop out and go into lip sync mode yes yeah there's only two options. Either you go into silent lip sync or you make a parody of the note. You're like, man, in a day or two. <laughs> you just do the I, I just drop down like five octaves below him and do my Junior yes. Brown imitation. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not a perfect solution, but I spend a lot of time alone. And that's probably why. <laughs> but this is definitely a song that did not need its music video to be an excellent piece of music. Because it is so, the melody is beautiful. That synth line is beautiful. His voice is just such a supple instrument. And he is able to make it feel so effortless as he climbs from the lower part of his register to the top. And again, going back to what we were saying about Christina, he feels like he knows exactly why he is making all of these choices. And um, there's just an ease to it that is so wonderful. And the song is just so satisfying. And I think... That is one of the reasons that it has really endured is because, yes, the video is awesome. Of course it is. I can remember being uh, six and seven years old when this video was first out, and it was astonishing. Like, everybody was obsessed with, obsessed with watching it. But, uh, yeah. If, but the song itself is also just so beautiful and, and satisfying, and it really is a demonstration of the best of what was happening with the lush synthesizer sounds of the mid 80s yes i wanted to talk about how it it is so utterly 1985 that it like sort of went supernova and now exists just in the universe outside of time yes (laughs) that that might slightly be overstating the importance not to be like you know carl sagan be like just think about the concept of the number one and you're like (laughs) (laughs) but you know but it's true like it i I just it's it's always going to be welcome at my doorstep this song and I think that it, however, would be disingenuous to pretend like the video doesn't have anything to do with it because well, sure, I'm still moved by the video. I just watched it uh, like two days ago, and Bunty Bailey is the name of the actress who plays the young woman in the diner, which is so yes, perfect. yes, I'm aware. <laughs> and she's she's wearing that really ugly s- sweater dress thing oh, that's like fifty yeah. sizes too big, but she's still uh-huh. so cute. <laughs> I had that dress. Sure. Uh, yes. Good. Yes. It. Let's just say that one doesn't live outside of time. It's rooted no, in its time. No. <laughs> there's yeah. There's a lot of video fashion that uh, that's true of. Um. Yeah. There was just something so simultaneously like perfectly melodramatic in that sort of end of the new row era way that sort of is hand in hand with like Duran Duran all arrayed on a boat that no one appears to be driving with bot like, and they're all wearing some body paint and screaming about some lady dancing on the sand. And you're like, eh, but like Duran Duran, I think, aha uh-huh, understood the time that they were living in very well. And yes. um, there's like at the end, there's the first iteration of that big, like, climactic holler and then he's like oh we gotta do this again and there's almost a wink in his voice that he's like oh you thought that one was good (laughs) and he goes up sooner and holds it longer but there is like as he's going back into that chorus line 
there is like a little huh in his voice that I've always really enjoyed. That he's like, oh yeah, watch this. And it's like, okay, I will, because you're cute and you can really sing. <laughs> and the, speaking of the cuteness, the fact that the music video yes, also, let's, it, it taps into the fact that we all want a dream man to want us so much that he will literally cross from one genre to another to be with us. Like, like it's like, it doesn't really matter what the happens in the video. Like the, the plot is, you know, there are guys chasing them. It looks cool. Fine. But like then when this like ink smudged sweaty guy in a white t-shirt and tight pants wants you so much that he pounds his way out of a comic book to hopefully start pounding you. Uh Oh my God. And that scene when he's like on the floor and he looks up and he's like arms are sort of pushing him up off the floor and he's so sweaty. Oh God. And then she looks at him and you're just like, yes, please. Norwegian men. (laughs) As as someone who took a book out of the library repeatedly and then totally tried to steal it because the boy on the cover of this book was drawn so cutely. I really felt this video and its um, (laughs) aspirations very strongly. Oh, I think that this is a good time to also point out that the cheekbones and vocals of ABBA, of uh, ABBA, listen to me, of AHA may have only moved the American public once, but they are not a one-hit wonder in the rest of the world. They have almost 20 top 10 hits in their native Norway, and those hits range from 1984, Sarah, until 2006. That, no, nine. (gasps) Shit, they had their most recent top 10 hit in Norway in 2009. And then I in the UK, sampled some of the songs actually from the the other ones from the eighties that charted like not great, but they charted sort of on the strength of "Take on Me" right. here in the states. And you know what's weird? Like these are songs that I was like, oh, I knew that song, but I thought it was X. Including, I was about to be like, did you know they sang a Bond theme? Who am I? Who am I speaking with? Of course, you knew that. <laughs> I thought that Bond theme was Simple Minds until yesterday (laughs) until you were yesterday years old (laughs) what a weird yeah i was yesterday years old and then i started thinking like what a weird thing to discover about aha is that i thought that sometimes they were oingo boingo and other times (laughs) i thought they were um who are the life in a northern town band oh um dream academy yeah and sometimes i thought they were x like it's really hilarious that like if you look at the roster from march mastas a couple years ago and all these british bands that at various points aha was totally like doing their thing and i'm like oh yeah i like that song that's bronski beat and bronski beat's (laughs) like Get the fuck out of here with this. <laughs> You're like, wait, this new song by Information Society is awesome. <laughs> I know. Who's like <laughs> Sarah Bunting, is it? Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am, this is a Johnny Hates Jazz. Please leave. <laughs> this is a Johnny Hates. I love Swing Out Sister. I'm sure you do, ma'am. <laughs> that is a band with a female vocalist. This is Aha. Great. <laughs> Welcome to Copenhagen. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Are we at Reykjavik? Get the fuck <laughs> the out of here with that, ugliest American. Um, oh. I do want to point out that our good friend and former guest on this podcast, Adam Grossworth, wanted to register his rage and disappointment that... <laughs> 
The Living Daylights, the AHA Bond theme, did not even chart in the United States. And he has a fair point. It reached number five in the UK, number one well, in Norway. That's because it's Simple Minds, Adam Grossworth. <laughs> Jesus. However, the Simple Minds version of The Living Daylights. The Irish Daylights band? A- <laughs> buy a map. <laughs> you know, the, the version of uh, The Living Daylights by Tears for Fears was a massive hit in America. So it's all right. <laughs> I want to just take this moment to say that we recently got a one-star review on <laughs> a- Apple Podcasts where the guy simply said, they cursed. And oh, no, the like, title of the review was, what was it? Not good? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Hold on. Uh, now that we're thinking about it, I'm going to just look it up. <laughs> I, will give, I will give this fucker credit for being concise. <laughs> Hold on. As I'm I gonna... said on Twitter. <laughs> okay, so the review states simply... Um, not good at all is the title. And then they cursed one star. And I'm just like, you know what, motherfucker? If you're going to give us one star, give us one star because we go on such random fucking tangents all the time. <laughs> yeah. Really. At least, at least know what you're dis- what you don't like. <laughs> Not good at all. Like, okay. So, sometimes it's pretty random, but like not good at all. And then that's why. And I think my favorite part about this was the number of our uh, listeners or Twitter followers who were like, wait, so he put a curse on you or (laughs) someone wrote, did Sarah piss off a witch? (laughs) I know. Seriously. Thank you, Suli. I mean, (laughs) piss off myself. I mean, that's just so funny. Like we have been marking these episodes E for explicit since March of 2016, sir. But the point being, the point being, just as we would like to be known, I guess AHA would like to be known. So I'm glad that we now both know a little bit more about what they did and did not put into the world. And what they sure did put into the world was one of the greatest pop songs of all time. Their I Said It, Take On Me is one of the greatest pop songs of all time. Agree. God damn it. Fuckity fucking fuck fuck. <laughs> oh, but anyway, seriously though, if he were ever. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this episode will not be useful in classrooms. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, but I'll tell you what though, if grown up Mort from AHA wanted to come make out with me right now, I'd be like, yes. Yes, yeah, sir. he can bust out of the panel of anything he wants. Because that it. is a man who has aged to perfection. Mm-hmm. And, uh, whew, Lord, yes. And they all were just like, you know what? This is our job, and we're doing it, and they don't seem to take themselves too seriously. And that Bond theme, I actually like it more now that I don't think that it's Simple Minds, like, <laughs> playing above their raisin. So, <laughs> Well, Simple Minds is a band that definitely takes themselves soups seriously. And you're right. Aha yeah. is like, they're... Like, one of the things that I really appreciate about this documentary that I apparently will never stop talking about is that they all are like, yeah, we're really happy about this. I mean, maybe sometimes we feel like we don't want to play it, but then we're like, no, we're really glad that this song exists. And I just feel like, thank you. Thank you for not hating the song that is the reason you still have a career in America. I mean, I know yeah. you have thousands of hits elsewhere, but still. I love them. I love the song. Please kiss me. Mort Harkin. <laughs> Mort Harkin. Harkin. Mort Harkin. 
Y'all, Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship, a.k.a. me, and Sarah D. Bunting. And it's edited by Sarah D. Bunting as well. Do you want to talk to Mark and Sarah about song requests, ads, or birthday readings? Email us at talkaboutsongs at gmail.com, tweet us at TalkSongs, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mastus.podcast. To become a supporter and producer of this podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mastus, where you can get access to all kinds of cool bonus content and vote in our ranking episodes. Thanks for listening. Talk about songs, talk about songs, talk about songs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.